What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 71 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. The name of today's episode is The Introvert, 10 Advantages You Have. And this is something I have talked about on a previous episode, but basically what I want to do is just outlay 10 advantages that introverts have. And I think there's a little bit of a fallacy of even labeling yourself as an introvert because that's just a limiting statement that you put on yourself. However, there is definitely a spectrum that we can all identify with, with how we communicate socially, how we feel, and how we perceive ourselves around others and how we feel the most comfortable and where we draw our energy from. So there is definitely a spectrum of introverted to extroverted. What I want to talk about today is why introverts have an edge as someone that quote unquote identifies as an introvert and has been for much of my life. I want to talk about why it is beneficial and why it can help you in whatever it is you're trying to do. And whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, I think these are things that you can take away as lessons that will help you in your life, that will help you to understand a framework and dynamic for communicating with others. Because at the end of the day, a lot of our success or failures in life will go back to how we can communicate because we are always trying to communicate our value to the rest of the world and hopefully make everyone else around us better. But a large part of that is communication. So again, what I'm going to do today is break down 10 advantages that introverts have. And you don't necessarily have to be an introvert to get perspective from the show. I think you, if you are an introvert though, these are going to be things that you can take away that you might not have known before that you can actually use in your life to be something that is advantageous rather than looking at it as something that you can't do. I think a lot of introverts will always look at themselves as, oh, there's a gap in between my natural social proclivity and how I communicate with others. But these are actually things that can be an advantage and used well if understood and done properly and used in the right context. So before I jump into that, again, as always, if you want to be a part of a community of like-minded people, jump down in the description for the group. We're going to be starting that group up and we're just really getting a micro community of people that are interested in these type of topics. They're interested in improving their health, improving their well-being, improving their overall performance in life point blank period. So again, as always, if this type of content resonates with you, like it, share it with someone else that you think would benefit. And then also come on over to the group on the inside where we are hanging out. So that being said, so what I want to talk about first before I get into the advantages is just this nature of introvert versus extrovert. And I've talked about this in past episodes, but basically a lot of people think that introvert extrovert means shy versus outgoing. And that's not necessarily the case. The definition, if you look in a lot of psychology literature and stuff, is that introverts draw their energy from being alone, whereas extroverts draw their energy from being around other people. So don't necessarily think about if you're trying to do more self-discovery, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert in terms of how social you are, think about where do you draw your most energy. So at the end of the day, when you've had a long, hard day, do you like being around more people and does that charge you up? Or do you like kind of drawing in within yourself and recharging your batteries by just being alone, being in solitude and understanding that you are alone in that way? And 
a lot of people, again, will identify it as, oh, introverted means automatically shy, extroverted means automatically outgoing. Not necessarily the case. There's a lot of people that are outgoing that are actually introverted, and that's because they draw their energy from being more alone rather than being around other people. And there's also people that you may think are introverts that are actually extroverts because they get their energy from being around other people. So that being said, that's just a little caveat of introvert versus extrovert. What are the differences, and again, this is a spectrum, so it's not something that's black or white. There's a lot of gray area, and you can be different in different parts of your life. It, parts of my life, and I'll be very upfront and honest in this episode just about the whole introvert thing, is I've been extremely introverted. So I've been parts where I don't like to talk to people, extremely shy, would rather just be working by myself alone. However, what does that benefit the world? It doesn't really. It doesn't benefit the world for me to just be alone and working on things. Whether you're a super left-brain person or a super right-brain person, you need to be able to communicate with other people in order to have success. And that's one thing just in my business life that I've learned is communication is a skill that can be worked on, that can be honed. And I think for introverts, much more and much more able, it's much more able to be used to your advantage because you approach it from the idea that it's a framework to understand rather than something that you may naturally have. And you want to be in flow with things, but you also want to understand that you need skill and practice to be built up into your life so that you understand this dynamic of introvert, extrovert. So again, there is no black or white. Introvert just really means that you get more of your energy from being alone. Extrovert means that you're going to draw more of your energy from being around other people and kind of recharge that way. But that being said, I think but again, just one more caveat before we jump into the stuff. Don't necessarily always put a label on yourself. So I did that for a long time in my life where I just said, oh, I'm an introvert, therefore I can't do X, Y, Z. I'm an introvert, therefore I can't do sales. I'm an introvert, therefore I can't communicate with people. I'm an introvert, therefore I can't do public speaking or anything like that. Complete and utter nonsense. That is a label that you put on yourself. And if you want to go back, I have an episode, I forget what number it is, but it's called Don't Put Labels on Yourself. So again, there's a little bit of this fallacy of labeling yourself and then automatically limiting what you can actually do when you put labels on yourself. So don't necessarily put labels on yourself, but if you know that just naturally you identify more as an introvert, look to these advantages to help you in your life because there are definitely some strong things and themes that you'll see throughout these. So let's jump on into it. Number one is listening before you speak. So advantage number one, listening before you speak. Now, why is this important? And I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but just think about a situation like this. You're in a room, you're in a meeting, whether it's at work or wherever, and people are talking, maybe there's five to 10 people in a room and you're going back and forth on ideas and everything. And People, you will notice in just social dynamics in general, when you are engaging and doing all these things, you notice that people will talk before they think sometimes. So it's almost like there is something going on in your brain where you are saying words before they even get filtered out of your brain. And then that creates confusion and discoherent patterns in groups of people and teams that are behaving. However, the, thing, the cool thing about introverts is that a lot of times, me, myself included, we tend to listen before we actually speak. And this is a huge advantage because not a lot of people do this and even maybe some introverts 
don't do this as well, is actually listening to other people. And again, this can be in your work or relationships that you have. Listening to other people before you actually speak is going to help you understand what's being said and then help control the frame of the conversation. So if you're helping control the frame of the conversation that you're having with other people by listening before you speak, you're much gonna you're much better able to listen to that person and the words that come out of your mouth in communication dialogue with them are going to be much more effective and much more tuned in to whatever it is you're talking about that situation. So I know that's kind of vague, but think how many times if, and I know I've done the, done this myself, if you verbally vomit on people, how off-putting that is and how that kind of takes away the frame from the conversation where you're in control. And it's not necessarily about having control, but it's about making sure that you're contributing in a way that helps that other person in their life. And again, whether that's in work situations that you have or that's in relationship, friend situations that you have where you are wanting to stay in control of the frame to make sure that you are helping contribute to the conversation and that person in a way. So listen before you speak. Again, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, that's a huge takeaway that you can have. Number two is absorb, excuse me, not absorb, observe social cues and respond accordingly. And what I mean by this is being able to observe non-verbal cues. And you'll see there's lots of people that are really, really, really good at this. And the, the best people at this make it look effortless. So it's kind of like Michael Jordan when he's playing basketball. I just watched that documentary, The Last Dance, which is really good. But it's kind of like Michael Jordan when he was playing basketball. He made it look effortless. And that's actually a skill because you look at it and think, wow, this can be translated into social dynamics when you're talking with people. And it's very important when you're talking with people to observe social cues. And whether this is nonverbal body language that the person may be demonstrating or it's things about how their their you know their body positioning their intonation of words and everything like that so if you can observe all of these different social cues and actually incorporate them into the conversation that you're having again whether this is with something that's in work where you're dealing with clients or teammates or anything like that or in relationships, just life in general, if you can observe these social cues better and understand them and understand how to go back and forth, it's going to help you immensely in being able to have better conversations and have more control of the frame of the conversation that you are having. So this is something that I have noticed being in sales now for a few years is that if you can really pick up, and it's one of those things that just takes repetition and repetition and repetition. You don't get this overnight, and this is where it becomes effortless. You don't want to be off-putting to people by letting them know that you're observing social cues. However, if you can really garner these social cues, interpret them in your brain, and then respond your words and your body language and everything accordingly, it's really going to help you gain rapport with that person and just make your overall relationships and life better. So again, introverts are much better able because you listen before you speak and you also are making sure that you're conscious of the situation to understand social cues and actually observe them and use them to the benefit of the frame that you're creating when you ever, whenever you have dialogue with a person. I think extroverts tend to just think that they can do that and they just want to go out and willy-nilly say things, and a lot of times they're not observing the other person and helping 
understand what's going on in the conversation. So number three, and I thought this was really powerful, something came across lately is being interested being versus being the interesting person. And I think if you look at, especially in today's age, if you look at all the people out there on social media and all these things, everybody's trying to be interesting, right? Everyone is trying to do something interesting, whether that's to be different, to be famous, to get notoriety, to get, and I'm not saying everybody's doing this, but to get acclaim, whatever it is, we're all in this social hierarchy where we're trying to work our way up to get better, make more money, have more status, all this stuff. At the end of the day, it's a lot for people, whether it's money, everything tied into that. It's all about elevating our status, right? And if you are someone that is trying to be interesting, people pick up on that. So if you are really out for yourself and really trying to be interesting, extroverts tend to be more on this side where they think what they do is going to be the determinant for the outcome in any situation. However, when you are the interested person, so again, when you listen before you speak, when you're interested in what others are doing, you actually control the frame of the conversation in a way that can't be done otherwise. And the reason this is really powerful for introverts is because you have this ability to be interested in other people. So when you listen, when you actually process what other people are telling you, you're going to make them feel better about themselves. And what that does is it puts you in control of the frame of the conversation and really helps you to, to not only make that person feel better and think, wow, whatever is subconsciously going on, they're really going to like you better. And a lot of, again, business, work, life, all these different things is having people to like you. And I'm not talking about in a fake artificial way. I'm talking about in the sense that, man, that person made me feel better about myself. So the more interested you are in other people, the more likely you are to be able to communicate better with them. This is something, again, that I have noticed from the work I have done in my entrepreneur journey is to be interested in other people rather than telling them all about what I can do, how great I am, how all these things. People that are really good like that, again, it's effortless. They don't have to tell that to other people. So fourth advantage is creativity. And this is something that I have definitely noticed is that introverts not always, but tend to be a little bit more creative. And that's because a lot of times you can withdraw into that space in your own head where you can think about ideas, process information in a way that allows you to synthesize it into something new. And I thought this was pretty cool. I came across this in, I think, a podcast I was reading. It was a guy that wrote a book, and he said, there's no, uh, there's no word in this book that hasn't been written before it hasn't been said before. But what I did talking about the author, what I did was package these words in a way that makes sense for the message that I'm trying to tell people. And if you think about that, there's the old saying, there's nothing new under the sun. However, a lot of creativity, whether it's the greatest artists, writers, anything, you don't have to be an artist, business people, anything that anybody that creates something, when you are a creator, the ability to withdraw on yourself and not have to feed off of other people for energy or constantly talking to be able to, the ability to be alone helps you in your creative energy and your creative pursuits because it really gives you the, the ability to withdraw, take in all the information that you come across during the day, especially in today's age because we are so inundated with information, but take it and package it into something and synthesize something new. So that's one thing that I have noticed, and especially lately as I've been much more into creative pursuits is the ability to remove yourself and introverts are much better at that because you can withdraw into yourself. However, you have to channel that 
withdrawing into something creative in order to do so. So another great advantage that introverts have and something you may not have thought of before. I know for a large part of my life, I didn't think of myself as a creative person. Then I realized I had all this energy because I did have the ability to remove myself and really think and process and then synthesize new things based on what I came across. Number five is respect from others. And this kind of goes hand in hand with some of the other things that I talked about. But the more you the more you are able to control the frame of the conversation, the more you are going to garner respect from other people. And again, when you are interested in other people, you are not going to be the one that is always peacocking, that always is telling people how great you are and all these things. However, when you kind of control this frame in a way where you are the one that's in control of the frame based on some of the things that we talked about, uh, you're going to garner much more respect from others because they're going to think, oh, this person listens before they speak. So this is just another thing, and I didn't want to talk too much about this, but one of the most important things you can do is create rapport and respect from other people, whether that's in your work field, just relationships that you have in life, and the ability to take some of these introverted traits and then use them to your advantage by think, listening before you speak, being interested rather than interesting, is going to help garner respect from other people. And again, when people think about you, they're going to think about how you made them feel. They're not going to think about your accomplishments. They're not going to think, think, think about that things like that in most cases, it's gonna be how you made them feel as a person because we are all tied emotionally and that affects a lot of our decisions and how we feel about other people. So just a quick one there. Number six is supply and demand. So think about this. When there is limited supply for something that people want, what happens? Well, the demand goes up and being introverted versus extroverted is no different. If you're always someone that's talking, always putting your words first, always putting stuff out there, there's a demand problem because there's too much supply. So if you think about introvert, extrovert related to the economic dynamic of supply and demand, the less supply you have and the more that you're able to control the frame, the more demand it is they're going to be for what you're saying. So if you're someone that, again, creates respect, is interested, listens before you speak, there's going to be a demand for that because it's going to make people feel better about themselves. What is awesome about that is that you control the supply. So rather than just always verbally bombing on people, and I've been there and I've done that as I've tried to grow and grow my communication skills over my life. But as, as you do that, you're in control of supply and demand. So again, you see it's all about controlling the frame. So I thought that was something that you can take away that you are in control of the supply and demand rather than just always spewing out stuff that nobody really gets any benefit from. Number seven is in social situations, you can ho uh, have the upper hand because you rely on these strategies. So again, this goes back to the idea that once you have a strategy around these things, again, a lot of extroverts don't think of themselves as needing to understand social dynamics because they think, oh, I'm a people person. I hear that all the time, especially in the sales world, is that, oh, I'm a people person, so I don't really have to work on my communication skills. It just comes naturally to me. And wrong. That's just not... 100% true. Yes, some people are better than others naturally. However, if you understand strategies and tactics in communication, in all these things, and it's not in a way that is to be used in a Machiavellian sense, to be used in gaining the upper hand and getting one over on people, it really is so that you can serve others better. However, if you understand that there's a dynamic underlaying all of the communication that takes place with us as an introvert, you're much better able to 
work the frame in those situations and understands what is going on. And again, the way you do this where you make it look effortless is just doing re repetition over and over and over and over and over again, where you really nail down some of these strategies. But I think an introvert is much more likely to use strategies. And when you do that enough and practice enough, it becomes effortless. And by the time you know it, your communication skills far exceed someone that is an extrovert that relies solely on their quote unquote talent to do so. So number eight is process information at a higher level. And I think this is something that introverts are definitely better at. And it's the ability to take information and process it faster and better than most people because you're able to internalize a lot of what is going on around you. So again, extroverts have the tendency to always be talking back and forth and a lot of the brain space they have goes to this bandwidth of communicating with other people. However, as an introvert, you can take all the information that's coming out around, around you, again, whether that's work, life, all these things, and process it at a higher and faster level. And a lot of what our world is going to be the future in the future is being able to process information. Your college degree isn't going to guarantee you anything. None of no thing in the past is going to guarantee you anything. It's only in the future. And if you could process information at higher levels than other people, you are probably going to have more success. So again, another benefit I thought that introverts have. Kind of hand in hand with that. Number nine is going to be focus. So if you can really focus on things, again, I think Bill Gates said if there was one thing that he could have, uh, you know, one word that would describe what he wants, it's focus. And I think this is going to be huge because we live in the age of distraction. The age we live in right now is the age of information, the age of distraction. And if you can really take your ability to focus and focus on things, whatever it is, you know, again, in work, in life, relationships, whatever it is, if you can focus on that, you're going to be so much better off than other people who are always getting distracted. And I think as introverts, that's one advantage you really have is the ability to focus on things I know as an introvert because I am not as concerned with going out and always talking to other people and being able to withdraw into myself, you can really focus on things. So I think that is another huge advantage that a lot of introverts have. And lastly, I think this is the most important thing is depth of connection. So number 10 is depth of connection. And what I have noticed, and again, as someone that is quote unquote an introvert in my life, is that you tend to not want a bunch of connections, but you want connections with a few people that go really deep and that you build meaning relationship, meaningful relationships with. And Introverts, I have noticed, tend to do this a lot better because they're not so focused on connecting with thousands and thousands of people, which there is a good side to that because you want to connect with the most people possible. However, introverts tend to want to have more of a depth of connection. And what happens is when you have depth of connection with people, whether that's in partnerships that you have with work, friends, relationships, whatever, you really build this, this toolbox of understanding human behavior and human psyche. Whereas if you have a lot of surface level relationships with a ton of different people, you don't really get to know people at a root level. And the more you can build quality, deep connections with people, the more you're going to understand about how humans behave, why they do certain things, why they make the choices that they do, which is beneficial just to life in general. So again, I think another power of introverts is that depth of connection that they tend to crave versus extroverts may tend to crave more surface level interactions with a lot of people. So that's something that you can really use to your, your advantage. And again, until I got into the entrepreneurship world, didn't really realize that I could actually harness and use to my advantage. But the deeper connections that I can create with people, clients, whatever it is, the more it allows me to 
build trust with them and all these different strategies that I talked about. Be interested rather than interesting. Listen before you speak. All these qualities really make people feel comfortable. And again, at the end of the day, if you want success in life or you're trying to be better, healthier, any of these things, the most important thing is how you're going to make other people feel. So again, I know this was a little bit different than what I don't normally do with health stuff, but I thought as much as important to health is mental health and how we see ourselves on this introverted, extroverted spectrum. And especially for introverts, I feel like a lot of times I know that because I did this myself, introverts tend to uh, bash themselves and say, oh, I can't do things because I'm limited in this sense. And that's not true. And there's actually much more advantages than you think that introverts have to be able to help you in life and kind of propel you forward and then develop your communication skills where a lot of this, again, is effortless and you don't have to think about it. Uh, because I know that was something that I had to do for a large part of my life is really be conscious of how I'm talking and how people are perceiving me. So again, that was episode 71. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, again, if you like this content, jump into the Facebook group and come join us inside, see what it's like. But if there's ever anything I can do to help, don't hesitate to reach out and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.